Um, hey, man. Yes, Father. I'm here. <laughs> you are here. I'm ready for my portion. All right. Well, welcome to Growing Up Punk, the podcast about punk rock and all of its friends. My name is David. My friend this time is my old friend, my oldest friend, Aaron. Am I your, old, am I your oldest friend? You don't have any friends older than 37? Oh, no. For sure, I, I have friends <laughs> older than thirty-seven. I just meant in regards it's okay to if you don't, but in regards to our podcast universe, you are my oldest friend. Sweet, <laughs> and I'll and, take it. But are you? Wait, are you thirty-seven? As far as I can remember, yes. Oh man, I've been so confused this whole because I thought for some reason I thought you were like a year younger than me or so, but I guess not. Uh, I'll be 38 in January. Yeah, okay. So you're actually almost a full year older than me because I don't turn 37 until yeah. November. Oh, respect your elders, man. Yeah, I guess. I, do, do you <laughs> want to do the intro then? Like, um, you know, as as the elder statesman on the podcast? Elder we... piss face. Elder piss face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> uh, or should I, 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 I suppose I need to introduce you. Okay, so hold on. Is Welcome it disrespectful to... for you to call me Elder Pissface? I don't know. Well, is that what you're going by? I think that's what we determined oh, via man. text message at one point. I don't know if Elder was in there, but it was Pissface. Elder makes me sound like a Mormon, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Which, there is, hey, I'll take it. I had a, uh, an old family friend, like he was my parents' friend. I remember him telling a story one time about how they were like renovating a house or whatever. There was a bunch of people there. They were working on this house and someone comes up to the door and they answer the door and it's... Turns out it's two uh, like Mormon uh, missionaries, but they introduced themselves as elder whatever and elder whoever, right? And it turns out my parents' friend this whole time like did not catch on that their <laughs> first names weren't elder. Like that's just how they were introducing themselves. So I think that's that's kind of funny. It always two women named Elder. That's so two bizarre. Two women named Elder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's a popular name in that culture, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> I guess you become a Mormon, and once you go out on mission, that's part of it. You change your name to Elder or something. Sorry to any Mormons that might be listening that are like, that's not how it goes <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, hey, we're going to do something quite different than we've ever done before. Uh, so if you've, if you've noticed the title of this episode is, uh, I, I'm assuming I've titled it Mixed Opportunities. I say I'm assuming because that's what it's in my brain right now. That's what it's called. We'll see if when I upload it, that's what I name it. But um, so did, had, I guess we'll get into the premise of this, I, the, the idea that I had here. Had, when you were younger, was there any point where you came across like a mix CD or a mixtape and you had no idea what was on it? You just found it. It was like unlabeled or someone gave it to you or whatever. And you just didn't have a track listing to that. Did that ever happen to you? Yeah. So this has come up a few times, I think, on our Offspring and Green Day episodes, I right. believe, where I found a tape in the schoolyard. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, and I don't even remember at what point I actually realized what it was. Um, it must have been a long time past, but I remember I liked it. It was different than anything else I'd heard. So I think, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it had Green Day Dookie and Offspring Smash. Yeah, those okay, were yeah. the two. And and uh, yeah, I don't remember what else was on it or even if it was the whole albums or just the like popular songs. Who knows? Yeah. It, which is kind of crazy to think of like just, you know, someone's older sibling or something. I can't imagine a grade sixer made that tape, <laughs> you know, but maybe they got it from somewhere else or yeah. yeah, who knows. But 
yeah, it, it was such a kind of exhilarating feeling. Like I instantly thought like this is wrong because at that point, like my music intake was pretty controlled by my parents. Right. And so I was <laughs> like, okay, I know I have to hide this. Yeah. And yeah, like so there was, yeah, there would have been swearing on, on those and, so it was just this like weird like oh like I really like this but maybe I'm not supposed to but I think yeah. I like it enough that I'm gonna hide it to maybe show some friends and see what they think and you so only kind of went from there. You only listen to it at night with your stereo turned all the way down almost so that they they don't hear it. Well, it just would have been a Walkman, so <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had kind of like a, a similar situation, although I would have been a little bit older. This one specific one, I don't know where this mix CD came from. But I remember all of a sudden having it, and on it were the songs, I think it's, it's the song Cool Kids. Um, Screeching Weasel. Yeah, it's Screeching Weasel. I just can't remember if that's the title of the song, but you know, it's real cool club on the other yeah, side yeah. of town. Yeah. So that was on there, and then She Found You by Sam I Am was on there. Oh, cool. And then, <laughs> randomly enough, uh, No More Tears by Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> or you know whichever Perfect. incarnation of Ozzy Osbourne it was. Um, <laughs> crack in the heaven is a crack in the sky. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> amongst other songs, but the experience of finding that, uh, it just having no idea what was going to be on there. Um, and I mean, there were. I think there was probably a couple songs that I recognized, um, but like nothing that I knew too incredibly well. So this idea. Not even necessarily to do an episode, but I, I think I tweeted out or maybe it was on Instagram or something I had posted saying basically, it's like, ah, I really wish I had uh, like a tape deck so I could make mixtapes and then just send them to people, you know, like and, and kind of have this network of tapes that go around. It's very like, obviously like, you know, 1980s sort of thing, right? But um, but it just seemed like fun, a, a way to connect with people, you know, kind of different than... Uh, I I personally am connecting with people right now. So I thought, oh, this idea sounds kind of fun. I don't have a tape deck, so that wasn't something that was really going to happen. Could do burnt CDs, obviously, but I don't even think I have a CD drive on my laptop, let alone a CD burner. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like, that's out of the question. So then I was just sitting there, and I got this idea. I was like, I could, because I was kind of thinking, like, how would we do this where it's this collection of songs, but you don't know who it is? Because obviously now if I gave you a collection of songs and I sent you files typically they're going to be labeled and you're like, Oh, right. that's, you know, that's green day or whoever. Um, so I was like, how do I do this and keep it, you know, kind of this mysterious thing. So I decided to mix all the files into, uh, one MP3 so that you listen to it kind of in a similar way, I think to a tape, like a cassette tape in the sense that you can't just skip tracks, right? right? Like if you want to go to the next track, you have to know where it is and you have to find it. Right. Um, versus just being able to go, okay, next track. And so, by the way, those if you're listening right now, depending, I guess, when you're listening to this, if you're listening to it right away uh, from when it comes out, for sure go to our like our Instagram and our Twitter. Our link in our bio uh, for our Twitter and Instagram has, uh, has the link to this mix. So if you want to listen to it beforehand, before we spoil what the songs are, or before I spoil what the mm. songs are... Yeah, good um, call. You can do that. You can pause this. You can go listen to it. It's about a 30-minute or so mix. It's not actually too yep. long. Um, but uh, So it's 10 songs. You can go listen to it, and then you can come back, and you can maybe write down some of your guesses as to who you think some of the artists are. Because when I made it, I was also like, oh, I want to have a mix of 
for you personally, Aaron, some that you would know, or at least you'd be familiar with the artist, uh, and then some that you know there's a good chance you don't know. And I think at one point you texted said you think you you'd guessed about five of them. Which, when I look at the list, I'm like, you might be able to guess more than five. We'll see. Yeah. So, but yeah, so the idea was for me to send you this mix and kind of create this little thing where you go into it completely blind, not knowing who the artists are, not knowing who the songs are, not ha- like without any preconceived notion as to what it is you're going to be listening to and to listen to it and kind of, to, you know, come up with uh, nothing crazy. Like, I'm not expecting you to be like, oh, this was the absolute greatest mix or, you know, I would have done this or that sort of thing. No, just to like, you know, maybe maybe there ends up being something that you'd heard a band name before and you check something out and didn't really like it. And then maybe this song, not knowing who they are, kind of hits different. Who knows, right? So um, yeah. so that was kind of, kind of the idea behind it. And I think um, we might, or I might do this or we might do this. I know you sent me uh, 10 songs already and then I've got some other people who are interested. So this might become kind of more of a regular fun thing and so um so yeah the idea is you have no idea who they are i made up a track listing uh that that kind of played out almost a little bit like a story and i just took like lines from each song so if you really wanted to cheat you could have like googled the the fake name that i had sent and you probably would have been able to figure out who it was from that i'm not gonna do that no and i I didn't think you would (laughs) but but um but so yeah let's uh i think we can jump into it which so I guess how do we, because I want you to try and guess, I think, before I say what the song is. So that's what we'll do. Track one, the sure. working the working title of the song I gave it was, I, the working title, um, a couple things I think you should know. So did you have any guess as to who this was? This one, I do not. And it was really bugging me. Like 10 seconds into the song, I was... It has a familiar sound to it, like it's a polished sound. Um, it's somewhat generic sounding, which isn't bad. I like a lot of generic mm-hmm. music. So then it was like, okay, like this this sounds familiar and generic enough that it should have crossed my paths. But I've I, I've gone back to it a number of times because I actually really like this song, yeah. and so I'm excited to find out who it is so I can listen to more. So but, uh, <laughs> yeah, you stumped me on the first one. This is funny. Um, you actually love this band. Oh, come on. <laughs> I like a lot of bands, though. Yeah, so. yeah. But but we have bonded over a love of this band. Oh, it's, man, it, that's right for me. Okay. So uh, it's Trash Boat, and the song, oh. is, the song is Idios oh. off their album Don't You Feel Amazing, which came out this year. Just this disease you can eat 
that <laughs> and so that that that's the funny thing i was like because i know that you were not a big fan of the singles and i don't know if you listened to the new album at all like after it came out knowing that you know they released what four or five singles and i don't think you were really a fan of yeah of any of them and so and i went into this record very much the same way where the singles came out and i wasn't huge on them there was like a couple that kind of grew on me a little bit but overall it's kind of like ah uh, I don't know if I'm going to like this record. And then it came out and I was kind of like a little hesitant or just like delayed listening to it. I wasn't, I didn't jump on it right away, but it came out a day or two before we drove home from Vancouver Island. So I was like, okay, I'll download it. Cause I know I've got a long drive. I'll have a chance to listen to it. And that first time I went through it, I was like, oh, I think I kind of liked that. And then listened to it again. And after that, it's become... A, a recent favorite of mine. And so I thought you might actually guess that one because, oh, man. A, like I, you said, my it, mind was so far from anything like that. I, I was thinking <laughs> more, I don't even know of any like good examples, just kind of like a more, like a newer kind of post hardcore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting record. They, they, I mean, post hardcore, I think is probably the most complete way to sum the record up but they they draw on a lot of different influences and uh there's even some like songs right in that neighborhood on the album like in that like where that song six sits like surrounding it that are kind of like more new metal influenced i said i had sent you one song talking about the breakdown on it it's really like yeah um, i forget what song it was at this point but uh pretty heavy and it was a lot of fun so i yeah i thought you might actually guess that one but that's uh yeah that's all right yeah that's that, that's making me feel weird now it's like <laughs> <laughs> now it's listening to great away cut me like i because i've yeah i kind of brushed off the new album yeah, one because yeah. i love the last one so much and yeah i didn't love the singles i mean it's it's really good it sounds good it's like good production and songwriting yeah. it just didn't catch me the same way and so it's kind of weirding me out now that that's I just was <laughs> that not expecting that. So. I, I even well, said not that like, I enjoyed it, but just that it yeah, was just a whole different realm that would have never crossed my mind that it was yeah. trash boat. Yeah. Um and I had sent you at one point there's like it's in this section of songs where I'd said, by the way, from like track five or six through track whatever, I think it's the record gets really good. Uh and so that song's in the middle of it. But um yeah, so that's so that one okay. got it that one that one got the air and approval. Yeah, I'm going to go back to that one then for sure. Excellent. All right, so track two I called You Died in My Dream. So, so far, the, the our song title say a couple things I think you should know. You Died in My Dream. Um, so uh, did you have any guesses to what track two was? You know, th- this one was a bit less familiar. It sounds a little bit older. Like it doesn't sound like something that was released necessarily in the last number of years. 
Um, the first band that came to mind was was Moving Mountains, just because you told me to listen to an album theirs recently. Mm-hmm. But with this style of music, there's, I yeah, I, I don't catch on to it right away enough to kind of be like, okay, it's you know this or this band. It's like, well, it could be you know maybe one of these five bands. Um, yeah, I. <clears throat> He died. I I really <laughs> did. Sorry, I had to clear my throat. I, I, I did like this song. You know, I don't mind this style. Um, you know, if it's upbeat, which this song is, mm-hmm. there's there's really cool guitar work on it, and the production is good. Um, there are some different kind of changes and feels to the song. Then kind of later in the song, it kind of like stops and then like comes back in. I don't know if it's like at a different tempo, or but just change it. It was just unexpected. I was like, oh, that was really cool. And there's a, a neat like string arrangement that kind of mm-hmm. ends the song. And so there was lots of parts of it that, that kind of kept me engaged and interested in it. So again, I'm, I'm interested to hear who this yeah. one is. Well, first, you, so when you say it's older, what like when are you guessing this song came from? Because that's a hint. It is a little bit older, but I'm just curious what older is for you. I'd say like five to ten years. You you about nailed it. It was 2011 that this song came out. And it is Moving Mountains. The song was The Cascade off of their album Waves.
And I, so I, I specifically sent you, 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 you mentioned there about the, you know, it being more upbeat. Um, and I specifically picked, I love this song. Like the first time I heard this song is really, I want to say what kind of like 100% hooked me on this band. Um, especially like the, I mean, the line I took from this song to kind of give the, the, the working title as it were, uh, you died in my dream, the, like just the way it opens up. Um, I hope that you know that you died in my dream and the way he sings it. And the funny thing is, is that I've never found out if this is intentional or not, but if people ask me like, what is my, my favorite song, if I have to pick a song, it's the song Eastern Leaves by Moving Mountains. And the funny thing is, is it shares that like melody that he sings mm. in this song. And I don't know if they're supposed to be linked in some sort of way, but the first time I heard that song, I was like, oh this is referencing that that's cool but i picked this one specifically because yeah like the album waves is a little more um kind of harder and upbeat and i told you to listen to it a little while ago yeah. and uh yeah so i was like let's see so so yeah that would i mean that's a oh, I, okay. I figured Pretty you might guess. i figured you might get that one i mean i thought you'd get trash boat but i figured you might get that one because same thing like i'd I, it was not that long ago. I was like, oh, you should listen to this record because yeah. because it is a little more... I'm like, yeah, maybe he'll like it. Like, it definitely... It's not one that I listen to every day, per se, but it is one that, like, it's, for me anyways, it's like great road trip music. Yeah. Well, when I listened to it, so I actually only got through maybe half to two-thirds of this album, and mm -hmm. I was listening to it when I went on a walk one day, and it was nice out. And I really enjoyed it, but it was like it was just a little too dark and moody for that yeah. day. I was like, I need something a little bit more upbeat to keep this walk sure, going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wouldn't have remembered that song if I if it was in the first whatever five to seven songs of the album. Yeah. I don't know if I would have remembered it enough to pinpoint it then, but yeah, just kind of those little pieces that I was like, okay, like I know what that album sounds like. This is kind of similar. It could be one of any other bands in that genre sure, that yeah. I just don't know that well. But yeah. anyways, I guess it was a good guess. You got it. Bang, bang. You nailed it. Okay, let's move on then to, I guess, the third song, which I titled So Say Goodbye. So, so far, our story says a couple things I think you should know. He died in my dream, so say goodbye. Uh, any guesses on this one? Oh, man, this was another <laughs> another one that was like from familiar but was throwing me off. So my my first thought was, is this Trevor Keith vocals? So I listened to it a few times, and I was like, well, I don't recognize this as a face-to-face -face song, but maybe it's something else. It was a great song, really catchy, and I want more. <laughs> well, it is Trevor Keith, okay. and it is face-to-face. -face. Is it? Uh, oh. Yeah, the song is Smokestacks and Skyscrapers off Three Chords and a Half Truth.
I should have thought it was one of those albums I'm not as familiar with. And so this is this is why I wanted to do the experiment too, because I was like, oh, this is a great opportunity. Like Three Chords and a Half Truth is a record that I'm not overly familiar with. In fact, the first time I want to say that I, I like really intentionally listened to it was on uh, my road trip this summer where I tried to work my way through face-to-face, good riddance, Propaganda and Thrice's like yeah. libraries, right? And I made it through most of the way. I think a couple of them I did finish, and then there were a couple I didn't quite. But but when I listened to this album, I was like, oh, this is I had never really listened to it before. And it's definitely, you know, it's more like the mid-tempo face-to-face stuff. But uh this song reminded me of like if face-to-face when they wrote this song or this record, they were like listening to a lot of kind of like Bruce Springsteen sort of sort of stuff. It has kind of that feel to me. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just Im- immediately from the get-go, the song hooks you, if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back and listen to it again. But um, yeah, no, I was, I was kind of hoping that, that uh, you'd be like, man, I didn't know this song, but I enjoyed it. So I like that you're like, yeah. I want more. Well, <laughs> you could have more. You've listened to this band plenty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the weird thing is, is, for whatever reason, I don't know if like these kind of mixes just kind of like play with my head a bit because it was like kind of second guessing. Because if I don't recognize it right away, then I feel like, okay, is do I know this or am I yeah. just associating with something that sounds like it? And it didn't even really cross my mind that this could be a face to face song on an album that I don't know as well. Because I think we've yeah. come up a few times, there's a few albums in there that I have, I have the CDs, but I just I kind of listened to them when they came out and then didn't yeah. go back to them a whole ton. And so I didn't even really think like, oh, maybe this is on one of those CDs. I was just like, no, nah, this has got to be something else. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, it it sounds like it could be, you know, not knowing it's face-to-face, but recognizing Trevor's voice. Like, yeah. I wouldn't blame someone for saying like, oh, is this some kind of like side project, you know, like similar to MXPX doing Arthur kind of stuff, right? Right. Like, where it's like, okay, it's in the same world, but it doesn't exactly sound like that band that I know. But it is. <laughs> yeah. I so. just listened to that Arthur EP today, actually. That's funny. <laughs> which which one? The the first one. Like the Loneliness is Bliss? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. I own, I can't remember the name of the other one. There is another one, though. Um, yeah, there was a full length you did. Yeah. Uh, I, say, I, have the, I have the full length on vinyl. I can picture it, but I can't think of what the yeah. name of it is right Crawling now. Crawling in Time or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on to track four, which I called So Do You Really Think I'm Dying Alone? So again, our story now says a couple things I think you should know. You died in my dreams, so say goodbye. So do you really think I'm dying alone? Uh, any guesses on this one? I felt like I was dying alone as I listened to this song. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I this one I I don't. It's I mean it's dramatic and theatrical. Mm-hmm. My first instinct was like, is this My Chemical Romance? <laughs> I don't think it is, but it's got that kind of like yeah. Yeah. weirdness to it. Not as maybe mainstream sounding as some My Chemical Romance. Yeah. This was probably one of my least favorite songs on this list. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Again, so, I, I don't know who this is. Yeah. Uh. So I'll just tell you straight out. Um. This is not My Chemical Romance, but. It's a band called Save Face, and the song is called Bury Me Tonight off of their album, which at this time isn't out yet. It's coming out, but it's called Another Kill for the Highlight Reel. Do you really think I'm dying alone? Well, 
sure hope so. This one, I, I I texted you earlier today saying there were some that were kind of like top of mind when I added them because I want to say when I made this list, that song came out that day and so I listened to it a couple times. And so when I was like thinking of, oh, what are songs I can I can put on this mix? I initially, I was like either making it so it was all new or all old. And I was like, no, I want this mix. So this one, um, this one made, made the cut for me because I thought it was definitely a little different and the the my chemical romance thing is for sure there uh a couple of times when it comes on i'm like oh but save face is a band that uh i want to say they their album came out in 2018 yeah i remember well. that yeah and, and and i remember really liking it it may have made my top 10 that year i don't think it made my top five but i i did really but it's it's a band that i haven't really gone back to since like a lot of those albums that came out that year I've got I like I go back to pretty regular that one not so much even though I, I really like it they're, they're kind of like um I don't even know how to you know describe them like yeah, they're either this song definitely is more theatrical than I remember them being uh, so it's I'm interested to see where they go with this album but um, I mean I wasn't really surprised when you said it was one of your maybe I'm surprised that you said that you didn't say it's your least like just flat out least favorite you said it's one of so 
makes me wonder what the other i might well, have an I'm idea. Just, yes <laughs> no no that's uh he's like no that's it that's it yeah, that's the worst one <laughs> that, well the one that it just I, I would most immediately was like i don't think i'm super interested in hearing more of this band yeah and that's that's fair i have an idea of a, what one or two other songs that you might say something similar but let's move on to uh, the next song, which I titled I Bleed Out, so we're just sticking with a lot of dying uh, with, with the titles here, but any guesses on who or what this band is? Well, I will say this was much welcome to my ears after that Save Faye song. I, my first thing I wrote was, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so initially I, I had thought Foreign Pain because they've come up a little bit, and especially yeah. you referenced this band to that and then as soon as the vocals came in it was like oh this is knocked loose nice yeah and uh yeah no it's yeah it, it's funny how because yeah like i've said i i like knocked loose but they're not a band i would listen to a whole album front to back but you put it next to a, a song like the previous one and, and it was just it just made it that much better i was like oh, okay like this is almost yeah. like so much more soothing to my ears <laughs> yeah because so it's just familiar and it was like okay now it's yeah Back so to it, some grit. it is knocked loose. The song is a serpent's touch off a different shade of blue.
Yeah, like this this is it's funny because one of the things I also thought about when making this list was kind of track placement. I was like, okay, not all these songs are in the same world, right? Like um so to make them flow into each other cuz that was the other thing I wanted to try and create was like this fairly like seamless listen through where one thing goes into the next, right? And so to go from save face to knocked loose, well I was really like, what? Do, it was more, what do I go into Knocked Loose from? Because it's going to be jarring, right? Like, it's yeah. a very different sounding uh, band from from a lot of the bands on this list. And so uh, with Save Face, I was like, ah, the, the end of that song kind of gets a little chaotic and, yeah. you know, messy. So I was like, all right, we're going to use that to kind of transition in into Knocked Loose. Um and yeah, again, we're we're halfway through the list right now. If you haven't listened to the mix yet, you can head on over to our like, at Growing Punk Pod, our Instagram and Twitter. There's links to it there in the bio. It's it's worth it's worth it's like I said, it, yeah, was, it was fun well, to make. Was. So go listen to it. And then um, now that you know half the songs, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny because we've talked about Knocked Loose, and that's more not necessarily specifically exactly that, but that's more the realm that I kind of like when it comes to like heavier music, just like the chaos that they can bring. And, you know, versus we, we've talked about like, you know, that versus more like straight up metalcore stuff where sometimes I'm like, there's too much happening. <laughs> Whereas yeah. this is just like, here, I'm hitting my guitar and my drums as hard as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, there's still a lot going on, but it's maybe not as, um, I don't know what the word, like dueling, right? Where maybe you have yeah. like, and it's also very like breakneck, um, like transitions like they'll just be yeah. you know a fast you know drum beat with distant chords and it just stops and then just goes into this like sludgy breakdown and yeah but the it, vocals are are higher pitched too so it's it sometimes like not in a bad way doesn't match the music but it just adds a different dynamic because it's just kind of you know the vocals are maybe more what you'd expect from like um like a more kind of raw like hardcore band or something versus yeah. you know whatever yeah. these guys would be and I, I mean, I've watched a fair set of uh, a fair number of knocked loose sets on YouTube. There's there's so much fun to watch. Um, but let's uh, let's get into the next song, which I titled "Existing to Tell the Tales of Letting Go." Any guesses? Did you know who this one was? Yes, I instantly recognize that uh, that kind of opening guitar part. Um, this is Hope's Fall, Satellite Years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. this, I say it's hopes fall decoys like curves off the satellite years. We
uh, yeah, this I don't I don't know why this song came to mind specifically. Um, I think that it was one of the first songs where when I was getting stuck in just like looking for new stuff, I was like, I want to add some older stuff too. And so like Hope's Fall, this came from 2002, uh, which it's not uh, not the oldest on the list next to the oldest on the list. But um, yeah, I, I love I love this band. And the funny thing is we taught you talked about face to face a few minutes ago in like, you know, there's like a there are some albums that you aren't overly familiar with. And while like hopes fall from like this album through, uh, a types through magnetic North. Like I loved those three albums. I had no wings to speak of the EP that came before this album. I really liked it. But then when they broke up and came back, I remember being excited, but then I just never been able to get into, you know, like their latest album or whatever, Mm. which, which I, I've put it on and I'm like, oh, it sounds a lot like where they left off. So I should probably like it. I just need to give it more of an actual listen. But um, Yeah, with- on this one for me, I, I feel like if I heard this album now, I wouldn't be as attracted to it. Like right. every time I go back, I'm like, oh, I love this album. And I listen to it. And it's like I do, but more because of the memories tied to it, not necessarily my favorite musically. I And I think I saw them live on this record release, so I, I got the album and then saw them live kind of on the same time, mm-hmm. which I think really kind of was like, okay, yeah, I, I really like this album because I've seen do it. You, and Do you remember who they were touring with? I think it was maybe Snapcase. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it was same and Juliana Theory. Yes, right. Yeah, 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 awesome, yeah, yeah. Awesome show. And so, yeah, that, I think, just stuck in my mind. And that was a pretty big album when that came out. Like, there wasn't a whole lot of from what i can remember like that style of you know whatever you want to kind of call it it's not even that melodic so i don't know well, if i call it melodic hardcore but it's funny though because that's what i always labeled it as was melodic hardcore and that's what i had heard people label it as and it was almost more like recent years that i heard people referring to melodic hardcore as something else but i took the melodic hardcore in that from more like what the guitars were doing because there was a, I, I think they have a lot of melody, especially for at that time, yeah. in their guitars. Um, but I mean, that's like getting down into like the, you know, discussing what 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 classifies as what for genres, and you can it can get so so convoluted yeah. at times. But uh, well, I but think yeah. a lot of melodic hardcore now is more like octave guitar, right? Like right. just that lead line is kind of that. Whereas Hope's Fall was a lot more kind of, you know, prettier parts or atmospheric mm-hmm. parts or, yeah, so it wasn't dark, but yeah, I just didn't necessarily have, it, it had a different urgency. A lot of melodic hardcore now is kind of punk based yeah. almost. Yeah. And Hope's Fall wasn't, like they didn't have, it wasn't fast melodic hardcore, it was more, I don't know, I mean, kind of slower yeah, and. For sure. And like their, their records, like that record was called The Satellite Years. And I think it's a fitting title just in that. It's kind of because of you know the ambience of the guitars. It's very spacey. It's very open feeling. So yeah, I, I think it kind of fit the imagery that you know that they had with the album and stuff. But um, yeah, I I still do love this album. Production wise, it doesn't obviously hold up as well. It's pretty pretty raw. Yeah. But this is this is the album that made me fall in love with Hope's Fall. And then when A Types came out, I remember initially I was like, I think it actually came out on my birthday, maybe like when I turned eighteen which would have been 2002 and this one came out 2000 no 
Oh, this came out 2002. So maybe, oh, maybe it was when I turned 20. Uh, but anyways, I remember getting it like a types and being like, what is, what's happened? Cause he was singing a lot more. Yeah. It was quite <laughs> different. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, but then man, that grew on me. And then magnetic North kind of found like the in between, I think, uh, between the two, but let's, um, let's roll on to track seven, which I call, but are we alive? Uh, do you know who this is? Yes. So this, uh, yeah, an album that we've been talking about a bit, and I actually have another friend here who just said he was really into it. And this was an album I was looking forward to uh, because what I had heard was intriguing enough. Um, and uh, so this is from the new Turnstile album. And, uh, yeah, very very recognizable, um, even just from the, the little bit, I guess, that I've really listened to them. And, uh, yeah, I really wanted to like this album, and, and maybe I would if I, you know, just forced myself to listen to it five times in a row or something. But, yeah, one of those ones that kind of has lots of cool parts for me, but overall just kind of maybe lack the kind of ongoing energy that I was looking for, and maybe mm-hmm. I just don't get kind of what they're going for, So, which is cool. It's cool to see a band like them succeeding. I, I mean, I've seen this album do well and be reviewed well, and so it's cool that... Yeah, their their fans or new people are really liking it. Yeah, so it's turnstile. The song is Dance Off. I um, it's funny because when this record came out, I remember we were texting back and forth a little bit, and I think you had actually listened to it, and you were like, "Ah, I'm kind of disappointed in it." And immediately, I was like, "Well, yeah, like I didn't like the singles that came out," and so I was like, 
I mean, I, I was surprised you listened to it, to be honest, because I was like, eh. But then I decided, I was like, okay, maybe I will listen to it. And I don't know what made me decide, but I did. And initially I was kind of like, all right, that was neat. Like there were a lot of catchy parts yeah. on this record. But on the whole, I definitely didn't, you know, get it as it were. But the more time I kind of spent with it, I just found myself putting it back on and on again and on again and on again. And like, I don't know how many times I've listened to this record now and not every song is created equal or, you know, and not every song is great, but I think those like those parts that probably, you know, maybe like turned you off a little bit from it are the things that over time kind of became a little more endearing to me. You know, like there's a song where he, um, he just starts it off with this vocal line and it's like he kind of climbs up and then the like the delay trails take over and it's oh, like yeah. this kind of like interesting effect that initially off the top is a little like what the heck was that especially in hardcore right but it what what I you know I kind of came to a realization I'm like man it's like 80s dance pop mixed with like New York hardcore sort of stuff you know and I love that the riffs on this record are very much just like you know, that the classic like hard yeah. New York hardcore riffs, right? But then they're like layering it with different reverbs and different just kind of like shimmer. I'm like, this is so weird. It kind of reminds me a little bit of like, um, I picture like Finn McKenty, who will text about from time to time, punk rock MBA stuff. But, yep. you know, he's this kid who grew up in the hardcore scene. A kid, he's older than us, but he's this kid who grew up in the hardcore scene and eventually like got into the world of marketing and stuff like that. I'm like, it kind of reminds me of like that in a package in like, <laughs> you know, these kids grew up in Finn the hardcore McKinsey scene. If in well, <laughs> except I don't think, I think he was like, yeah, it's fine. It's not really my thing, but, yeah, yeah. um, but like grew up in the hardcore scene, but then found their, you know, a job in like, you know, corporate America basically. Right. Like, and so they're like, they're really polished and it sounds like, you know, they're, they're like, is if New York hardcore made its way into H and M, right? <laughs> sort of thing, right? But um, in in the greatest way, like I I I really enjoy it, and I think it's because everything on this record is a hook. There's so many hooks on it, but I won't yeah, talk. I'd too... be interested to see what it would be like live. Like I and that. Either. So I mentioned watching a lot of Knocked Loose sets. I've watched a, a handful of Turnstile sets now too, because they've been on tour and there's been like sets uploaded almost like oh, okay. daily from their different shows. And what I like, they pull it off so well. But also, the crowds are eating it up like they are huh. nuts. Which are, I mean, I'll hardcore crowds. Yeah, hardcore crowds are nuts. Anyways, it's just really fun to watch. They did a show. Um. And I think they officially released it. Like I think it's on their their YouTube channel or whichever. I can't remember what label they're on. Um, but it's like filmed in like four three aspect ratio. Hundred percent looks like it's from the early nineties. Mm. Uh, it's a show in Baltimore. It's it's it it's fantastic. But um, I won't talk too much about Turnstile because it's a bit of a, a teaser. Uh, I have an upcoming episode with someone else. We're going to talk about Turnstile. So cool. Um, I won't drag you through that and, and waste all of my talking points before <laughs> before Eric's <laughs> back on the show. Uh, but let's move into... Uh, oh, but I never actually asked you, did you enjoy this song? Yeah, yeah. This is one of the ones that it, that I like. It's yeah, got enough parts on it that, that hooks me in. It's got a cowbell. Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's always those things when it comes in, I have to kind of remind myself like, okay, yeah, right. There's going to be 
these kind of things. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's not bad. It's not that like I'm like hate cowbells or these different parts. It just <laughs> kind of throws me off enough to be like, okay, Aaron like, hates cowbells. What he said I, it here. <laughs> like it just makes me feel like I don't really know what to expect. Maybe right. maybe that's the part where you know, like it'll be in a groove and then it changes and it's like, oh, okay, where is this going? Like, can I like you know be headbanging to this on my bike or do I need to like you know yeah, put yeah. something else on just to kind of keep me going because I don't really know what to expect track to track. So yeah, I don't know. It's kind yeah. of a weird thing, but it well, and but it, it's it's something unique to today for sure. Um, like when I first heard it, I didn't, I was like, what is this? But it kind of, I think, and that's, maybe that's part of it is in the more, you know, listens I've given it, I kind of know what to expect. And obviously you start to get to know songs more, but, but those like them kind of things that come out of nowhere initially, no longer come out of nowhere and you're expecting them and sometimes looking forward to them. But, uh, let's move on to track eight on this mix, which I called an inex, I don't even know, inexorable, inexorable, an inexorable spirit of the living who refuse real death. Wow. I don't <laughs> even know what that means, but now do you have any idea who this band was? I instantly had a band come to mind. All right. Um, is it time and pressure? It is time and pressure. Okay. Yeah. This well was, done. yeah. This was a release that you showed me this summer, and I listened to this a handful of times because, yeah. one, you can listen to it pretty quickly. Cause <laughs> it's, it's very short. <laughs> whatever, 20, 30 minutes tops. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't say I listened to a lot of this style of hardcore. Like, it's pretty, uh, or hardcore punk or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just straightforward rager and uh, just kind of comes and goes and, and hits hard. And But, yeah, it, it reminds me enough of bands – you know, even bands like Strike Anywhere, which, you know, is a lot more melodic than this, but just kind of that, I don't know, maybe like urgency or um, maybe kind of aggressiveness to the lyrics or different things like that. So, yeah, yeah, so I really like this album. It is Time and Pressure. This song is Between the World and You off their album Halfway Down. Interesting enough, when I was putting this uh, this mix together, I so I had Turnstile, and I was like, okay, 
What do I go into next? And I think I just lined up time and pressure. Um, but what's interesting is that turnstile, like dance off by turnstile, ends with a drum fill that is the exact same drum fill that begins this song. Oh, how did I not notice? Well, that? you didn't notice it because I layered them over top of each other oh. in the mix, so it sounds like it just goes like literally into the next song, and like it's. The drum, like, I don't remember the specifics of the drum fill. You know, it's something pretty simple. And it might even just be like, but that done, something like that, right? Like, um, where he maybe hits like the floor tom snare back to the floor tom or something, you know, something pretty straightforward. But they're in the exact same time and it sounds like they're hitting, you know, the exact same tom to snare ratio. So I was like, I wonder if I can like line this up and see how well it flows together. And I did it and I was just like, that's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> so it was just random that I, I wouldn't have noticed it had I not put those two songs, you know, together. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is a this is a record, like you said, that you can listen to it really quick. It's not long. I'm curious. I'm going to look up real quick because you said 20 to 30 minutes. I don't think it's anywhere near 30 minutes, but um, time and pressure. Well, another this, thing I liked about this album that kind of saved it for me was the production <laughs> on it. I find that sometimes bands like this... If the production is too raw, then it kind of loses me a bit. Yeah. And I felt like this one, you know, it's not super polished, but it's clean and listenable. Yeah. You know, like just you, you can hear what's going on. It's not kind of like muted or muddy or whatever, um, which sometimes bands like I, we were recently talking about a band called Have Heart and mm-hmm. um, maybe they're not a great reference, but just some of those bands like those Bridge Nine ones where it's a little bit more, you know, kind of going for more, maybe more of that kind of live feel to it yeah. which is cool and maybe that works for those bands but maybe just makes it a bit harder for me to listen to and so i really liked i don't know who produced this album but um i don't know either yeah it was it was easy enough to listen to because it's it's pretty like fast and go there's not a whole lot of breaks in this album and so yeah. again sometimes it can feel like a lot to listen to well to give you an idea um it's 10 tracks and it's 19 minutes long okay wow. <laughs> so not even 20 minutes long um which is, I think, pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've I've definitely made my way through it a number of times. Um, so there you go. So there, track nine, I titled "It Doesn't Matter Anyway." Do you know who this is? Screeching Weasel Core. Screeching Weasel Core. <laughs> well, I mean, that could, I I mean, I was gonna say I don't know if that could be farther from the truth, but that's not entirely true because to be farther from the truth would be like, no, it's actually some like country band or something. Um, <laughs> Not a Ramones core band in the least. <laughs> Teenage but, uh, Bottle Rocket? That's what's kind of... No, you're stuck in the Ramones core world, which yeah. is funny. Um, no, so this was Lifetime, and the song is It's Not uh... Funny Anymore off their album Hello Bastards. <laughs>
1995. Okay. Well, it kind of fits that era, I guess, anyways. Which is, it's funny to me that you didn't end up going with, because when I hear Lifetime, um, especially maybe like this album and their their second album, uh, New Jersey's or Jersey's Best Dancers, um, I hear so much like early Saves the Day, because I think that's Uh, kind of just what they were, like what Saves the Day was going for, because obviously Lifetime was a couple years before them. Um, but this one ended up on the playlist because I just recently, I mean, I've been posting a little bit about yeah, it on my Instagram for sure. And I think I'd post a little bit on, on ours, but, uh, found a couple of those, those two records, um, hello bastards and Jersey's best answers, uh, at my local record shop. So I was like, so lifetime has been, been playing a fair bit lately, but, um, yeah, that's not a band. I, I know a ton or really have friends that were super into them. So they wouldn't have come on enough uh, to recognize right I think off the bat. From what I can understand, because like I, I definitely wasn't listening to Lifetime in 1995. Um, but from what I can understand, they're definitely one of those bands that like influenced a number of bands that I would become a fan of a few years down right. the road, right? Yeah. Like, um, they're still around or back together, I think. Like, I mean, I don't know where they sit now, obviously, with everything, you know, with with COVID and shows and stuff like that. So I, I do know that they were active. It looked like before COVID, I don't know if they've, you know, kind of got going again, but, um, were you, did you enjoy this song at all? Uh, not really. Maybe now <laughs> that I kind of, yeah. And I was trying to think of like, yeah, like I knew it wasn't screeching weasel. Maybe that was a bad yeah. <laughs> reference. Maybe just because it kind of had that older sound. It's yeah. a fairly straightforward, yeah. simple song. And so, um, yeah, it's nothing necessarily really grabbed me from it, but again, nineteen ninety five, some of that stuff wasn't really there to grab you. It was yeah, and I'm not. It's it's funny because I'm not a hundred percent sure why I picked this specific song because it's not my favorite song off that record. But I think it like it might be one of their more popular songs off that record. But it's it's fairly like repetitive for me, and like there's not a whole lot going on, but. Um, so I might've just been like, Oh, I want to put something off this album. And then that's sort of kind of what comes up in the searches. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, they're, they're an interesting band. Cause like I said, I can hear like sounds of bands that would come later that were clearly yeah referencing lifetime as a, as a, an inspiration. But so the last song on this mix track number 10, I called, I titled, so smile, you son of a bitch. Do you know who this was? I believe so. Ice Nine Kills. It is Ice Nine Kills. The song yeah. Rockin' the Boat off the Silver Scream.
talked not on the podcast but we've talked about ice nine kills yeah and i wanted to try and like trick you a little bit to see if you could like get into because i because i know you kind of get hung up on obviously like the the lyrics in just being about horror movies and it's sometimes it's very on the nose um but this song is one for myself that like always gets stuck in my head kind of for various reasons but uh we'll get your thoughts on the song first yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I probably wouldn't have gotten this had I not listened to them this summer when you suggested it. So, yeah, I mean, this is, these are one of those bands that have been around for so, or it seems like a long time. I mean, I have friends and bands that have toured with them, and so I've seen their name a ton. But, yeah, I think just the overall theme has just kind of thrown me off. And also the guy who does all their art, Mike, um, I follow on Instagram. He's he's an amazing artist, so I, I do like the art he does for them. Um, I mean, yeah, content-wise, not necessarily my, my favorite or whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, and, and I guess that's the downside sometimes to music, you know, whether it's um, musically or lyrically. Like, sometimes it's just hard to get past it enough to really appreciate it. And so maybe that's a hindrance for this band for me as – yeah, I, I can take a few songs here and there, and I like it, but I don't know. It's just something that's like I'm just I'm not gonna love the themes or the theatrics of it, and so I don't know. It, it just kind of like puts a mental block in front yeah. of me a bit. So, 
And that's that's fair. This song kind of does a couple things that I really kind of love that they do. I, I will say this. You gotta, I got to give credit to Ice Nine Kills and just the fact that they are doing it and putting so much, I guess, kind of thought into what they're doing. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Like, like, is it gimmicky to, you know, base all... Even the album before this one uh, called Every Trick in the Book is like all the songs are based off of books, right? Like, and then they move to like the horror movie thing, which they did for this album. And then they have an album coming out this year. That's, yeah. you know, the silver scream part two or whatever it's called. Um, so it's fairly gimmicky for sure. But at the same point, I'm kind of like, okay, there's for me, I'm not big on horror movies. I don't know a ton about a number of horror movies, but there is kind of like a fun bit in going like, okay, can I figure out what this song is about? Like what movie it's based on? Um, and then beyond that, like their music videos, while incredibly violent, they also like, they're very cinematic, right? Like they're telling currently as this, when this episode comes out, they're like in the middle for, you know, promoting this upcoming album, the music videos are telling one continuous story, which I'm like, that's kind of cool. Right. Like, and they've got these little videos that they release in between songs, even that are kind of continuing the story. So I'm like, good for them. They're like doing something. I think that's a little above and beyond. But at the same time, it's not like they fully rely on that gimmick. Like, I think they write some incredible riffs. Their choruses are the most anthemic, hooky choruses I've heard in some time. Like, a verse can go by and you're kind of like, okay. And then as soon as the chorus hits, you're like, all right, I got to listen to this song again. Because immediately it's just so catchy. Um, And yeah, sometimes it's like, oh, you're obviously singing about this or that. Like, this, this song clearly... Uh, they, uh, you know, there's the bit in the middle where they're talking about, you know, the, the orc has been attacked. It's a great white shark and coast guard will be there in 15 minutes. And he says in 15 minutes we'll be shark bait. Like, obviously like that's very this about free Willie. Yeah. Very on the nose. <laughs> but then what they do like through that whole part. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but like jaws is obviously known for, the theme music, right? Yeah. And so underneath that, they're playing like the dun 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 dun. But then when the guitars oh, come in yeah. for the breakdown, it's that, but at like half speed, quarter speed, dun, dun, like the whole breakdown is based off of the Jaws theme. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool because they do it and it's not like, oh, you're just playing the Jaws theme, right? Like they turn it into like the a big breakdown. And I think it's uh it's it's pretty great, but so I like I get hooked in by some of those gimmicky little things. Yeah, that's um, fair. and I was I I wasn't sure if you had made it this far into the album because I know when I talked to you I was like oh just listen to like these you know four songs or whatever and I didn't mention this one so you had continued on apparently if you if you had heard this one. Yeah, well, yeah, I I, I can't remember if I heard this one or if I just recognized. I mean, the vocals yeah. are fairly recognizable, and again, the content and. You kind of put a few things together, so yeah, and, and that's what I figured. I was like, "Oh man, he's he's going to be able to put it together." Especially if if he's not picking it up uh, in the actual song, as soon as it gets to that part where they're like basically kind of like doing a little bit of a you know radio play in the middle of a song, I'm like, yeah. "That'll that'll kind of give it away, right?" But yeah, no. So no, there you it was, go. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but this was this was a fun uh, fun little experiment. Yeah. So really if like you're that. as I mentioned, if you're listening to this. Um, you can go check the link in our bio at our Instagram and Twitter at Growing Punk Pod. The mix should still be there. If you're listening to this right around release, it is still there. But if you're years down the road, it might not be there anymore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but yeah, go listen to it. 
and uh, in, enjoy it for yourself or what or what have you. You now know what all the songs are. In fact, you've heard all the songs on the episode. But hey, it's it's a fun little experiment, and I hope to uh, do this a little more in the future. With I mean, you already sent me songs, Aaron. I've got someone else who's already sent me songs, so um, it'll it'll be a fun little thing. But yeah, yeah bef- I like it. Before we get out of here, like I said, go follow us at Growing Punk Pod on Twitter. Twitter, I was going to say Twinstagram and Itter. Twitter and Instagram. And uh, make sure you rate, review, share the episode. Please, le- actually, it'd be awesome if, um, I know I hear podcasts do this all the time, and I never really do it, but if you could just give us some ratings on like Apple Podcasts and stuff, because this is that part where I say it helps other people find the show. It's honestly true so if you could go do that that would be awesome um and uh, yeah and and share it with your friends but other than that i think that that'll do it uh so uh, goodbye see you later